Welcome to the Man on Fire Rising podcast with David Mailer. If you're looking to grow and become the man and king you were born to be, you're in the right place. Each week, David will provide men with tools, tips, and strategies for their business, relationship, body, heart, and mindset. Get ready to rise into your passion, power, and purpose, and live your life to its full potential. Now, let's dive in. What is up, everyone? It is your man on fire mentor, David Mailer, coming to each and every one of you live, most likely live. And today, we are going to dive into the center of the fire. That's right. We're going to dive into the center of the fire. And we're going to explore the importance, the importance of creating space in our life as a man to grow. The importance of creating space in our life to grow. And why is it important? Why is it so important? Okay. Well, let's break this down. For starters, many of you may have studied that there are six human needs, right? Originally, there was a, a model taught by Maslow, then it was optimized by Tony Robbins, and I'm sure other people have dabbled with the model. And there are uh, basically six human needs that we all share. And we all have virtues, we all have values, we all have uh, ethics, morals that we want to live by. For example, um, somebody would say that, you know, if I've taken vows before God and before my family in the church or in the synagogue, that uh, I will uh, be married for better or worse and I will, will stay by my wife's side in sickness and in health till, until death do us part. And I will make sure that I don't commit adultery. And we have all these values and, and virtues that we think we're going to live by. And next thing you know, guys are blowing up their life, you know, through alcohol, porn, affairs, strip clubs, overworking, lacking presence. And the question is, how does this happen? How is it that at one point in time or one point in our life, we had... Uh, we had impeccable integrity, we lived by our word, we lived by commitment, and we could appreciate and love the person that we see in the mirror. And then for many of us, I don't want to speak for everybody, for many of us, because I've worked with over 10,000 men, so I'm very well aware of the different pain points that a man carries. For many of us, we end up doing things that we're not proud of. And I can certainly say that that was the case for me. Uh, up until my early 40s, where I was not proud of uh, things that I did, uh, people that I hurt. And the question is, well, so how does that happen? How does that happen? And it happens because you have this thing that's called human needs. And the human needs will supersede, they will trump, they will take over your values, your virtues, your principles, your moral character and the moral fiber, your essence, the Here's who you are, but here's how you're behaving, right? Here's your beingness, but here's your doingness. How is it that I'm doing things that are different than the being of who I am? And it has to do with your human needs. And, and there are six of them. And the first four of these needs will meet the needs of your personality. It will meet the needs of your uh, ego, your identity, and 
according to uh, Tony, for example, you will never fully be fulfilled. You will never be truly full of joy or happiness until you value the last two needs as your highest needs. So the last two needs are growth and contribution. So when we speak about growth, what we're really speaking about is growing because you know that you're built for more, growing because it's the standard set forth by your soul, growing because you know that God created you for more than this and you do not want to sell yourself short of the contract that you have with your creator in order to come here on earth and fulfill your destiny, do what you came here to do, be who you came here to be, give, love, serve for all of us, masculine leaders. This is who we truly are at the core, but yet we have these other four human needs that unfortunately for most men and most of their life, well into their 40s, 50s, 60s, even 70s, sadly, many of us will still value the first four needs higher than the last two needs. So what are those first four needs? And we're not going to go heavily into this at all today. But those first four needs are the need for certainty, which plain and simply has a lot to do with control. And control has everything to do with trying to outrun your pain, which you'll never be able to do. This is what we're so passionate about teaching at Man on Fire, is how do you finally turn around and face and feel the stuff you've been running from your whole life? And you, there's millions of ways you guys run from it. Uh, we all have different vices. For some, it's alcohol. For some, it's overworking and making more money and you know creating more achievements and successes in the world. For others, it's affairs and strip clubs and weed. But we all have ways of mitigating and trying to outrun our pain. So the first human need is the need for certainty, which is really all about trying to escape your pain. And it's also about just making sure that you have a roof over your head and you have food on your plate. And generally with certainty, you don't like change. Then there's another human need called variety or called uncertainty. We all know that variety is the, the spice of life. It's where we have passion. And then there's a human need that's called significance, wanting to feel special, unique, noticed, important, stand out, pay, pay attention to me. So a lot of guys will, will uh, in their posts on Facebook, I'll recognize or uh, read that they'll write, I just want to be respected. I just want her to respect me or I just want my kids to respect me. What they're really saying is I, I want to feel uh, significant. I'm feeling like I'm not noticed. I'm not feeling important. I'm, I'm feeling like, you know, they don't really see who I am. And so they're really desiring and craving and having a need for significance, which, by the way, you're going to have a need for all of these needs, no pun intended. You're going to have a need for all the needs. Ultimately, it will come down to which needs do you value the highest? And are you meeting these needs in a disempowering way, in a neutral way, or an empowering way? And then there's the need for connection and love, which connection and love are a little bit different, but it's all part of the fourth human need. And connection is more on the surface. It's more superficial. Many of us now, because of uh, technological advances, have more of a relationship, unfortunately, with our cell phone, with computers, with social media than we actually do with other people. And we've lost the ability to be intimate, to have more depth, to have more one-on-one -on -one interaction where um, that is where the need for love comes in, where you're uh, willing to drop the masks and you're willing to get vulnerable, right? Love left open for vulnerable exchange. 
And uh, but most of us sadly settle for a life of connection. We get connection from food, from watching TV, from social media. Uh, you can get connection from drinking alcohol, from smoking cigarettes. But really, deep down, everyone really wants love. But that would require you being more vulnerable. That would require you being more visible. And that is a part of the fourth human need. So, you know, a man journeys through life and the sad reality for, for so many men is, you know, you've done everything that uh, you were told to do. You, you, you followed the system. You followed the rules. You went to, you know, uh, junior high school. You went to high school. Then you went off to college and then maybe you went to a graduate school and then you you know, got a, a lady in your life or a man in your life and you got engaged and you got married and you had the kids and you did everything that you were supposed to do, that the culture says, do these things and you'll be happy. And you wake up one day and you say, but I'm not happy. Like who pulled the rug out from under my feet? Why is it that I've done everything that I'm supposed to do? And the promise, the sexy allure of what life was going to offer me was this feeling of getting away from the things I don't want to feel and getting the things I do want to feel. How come I don't have that or how come I don't sustain that? And the simple answer to that question, obviously we could you know talk about this for days. The simple answer is because you most likely haven't graduated the lower four human needs and truly birthed into the last two human needs, which uh, many a man... If I said that right, many a men, many a men, many a men, many a men actually don't get the opportunity or said differently, might lack the courage to take that courageous journey, that leap of faith of letting go of all certainty, letting go of the lower needs and really surrendering into the deeper will of who you came here to be for the world, who God made you to be, the uh, signature that you signed on as as a soul. What is the true purpose, the true mission of your existence here on earth? Did you really fulfill your destiny? And like I was uh, sharing a moment ago, many of us never really get to that place. And so we we wake up one day to the reality that we've been asleep. And we wake up to the pain of what that caused us and what that caused other people by not being more fully awake. And again, having done what we thought we were supposed to do, the false promise of happiness and joy is now evasive. It's elusive. It can't, it's not tangible anymore. It can't be touched. And so that's why so many men turn to all these vices and all these ways of trying to get out of pain. And I'll choose another lady. I'll choose another partner. I'll get another job. I'll make more money. I'll get another trophy, plaque, achievement. Whatever I can do to just make this go away, you can't. Have you created space for yourself in your life to grow? Now, this is tricky because I, I, I want you guys to understand that your, your willingness to grow, it can't be fueled by the hidden desire so that you'll finally feel like you're enough. It's not to get you out of the discomfort of feeling regret or feeling like you're a loser or feeling you're, you're unworthy or you don't deserve love. It can't be from then I'll finally be noticed, then I'll be recognized, then they'll know my name. 
then I'll be in the spotlight. That's the tricky significance sneaking in or the need for certainty sneaking in. That's not the growth that we're speaking about here. This is the growth of knowing that in my heart, knowing that in my soul, I was put here for a deeper purpose, a deeper mission. And you feel this unquenchable thirst, insatiable appetite to want to tap into the bigness of who you were born to be and stand in that. Stand in that with conviction and the knowingness of who God made you to be and have the boldness and the courage to live into that version of you, which is scary as shit because then you'd have to surrender this entire identity that you've been trying to sell to the world of this is who I am. You would have to take off all of your masks. You'd have to be naked and vulnerable and face your demons and begin the journey through the tunnel like Andy Dufresne and Shawshank Redemption climbing through the tunnel of shit in full faith and in full trust that I'll get to the other side. And that's where freedom is. But many of us bail way too early. As soon as things get tough, as soon as we don't know for sure that if there will be the promise on the other side of this tunnel, the promise of a glorious life, a life filled with rapture and awe and grace and gratitude. No, I have no guarantee that that will happen. So you know what? I'm going back the other way. I'm going to hang on to what I know. And even if I'm not happy or miserable, at least I know what I got. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And, and this is, this is the crossroad that a man gets to because he is blocking his ability to surrender into a life of faith, to let God into his life. And just for clarity, for those listening, and it might be your first time hearing me in the man on fire world, we are a diversified community, many different races, religions, nationalities, countries, colors. There is no prejudice within our brotherhood. And I'm referring specifically to our different coaching programs, not the different free resources that you're uh, interacting possibly with other men. I'm talking specifically about our brotherhood and our coaching programs and our inner chamber, which is the men that journey with us for a minimum of a year. And we choose love over judgment and we choose oneness over separation. So we honor all faiths and all religions. Uh, I know that um, there are a lot of uh, people that are very adamant and very passionate about their faith and about their religion. Many feel this is the only way. Um, I, I will just share, not to go into that heavily today, the way is love. And so what we're stand for is love. Can you, can you get to your heart? Can you let God into your heart, whoever God is for you? And can you give more of the real you to the world? Can you have the courage to really give more of the real you to the world today, uh, to the world? Now, coming back to what I was just seeing, what I was just saying is that these last two human needs of growth and contribution, those are the needs that are going to put the joy into your veins. Those are the needs that are going to fulfill you. Those are the needs. And those needs are selfless. 
So let's think of the first four needs more as selfish. These are selfless because you don't have a sense of self anymore. You have shed yourself. You have shed your ego. You have shed your identity. And now you are selfless. And when you come from a place of being selfless, life is no longer about you, but it's about how you can serve others. And the first way that you can serve others is by growing yourself. Because if you're in a more contracted version of yourself, if you're in an egotistical version of yourself, if you're in a version of yourself that's not congruent with who you really are, it's not authentic. You're not giving the world the real you. You're not giving your children the real you. You're not modeling what you want for them. You're not giving your wife the real you. You're selling people short of who you truly are. It's like being on an airplane and the oxygen masks come down. You must put the oxygen mask first on yourself in order to be able to serve those sitting next to you. You must serve yourself. And some people would say, well, isn't that selfish? Isn't that selfish? No, we're talking about serving yourself in the way where you are committed to a life of growth. Again, not so you can feel like you're enough. It's because you have the remembrance. This is who you are. And it's time to wake yourself up and refuse, refuse to go back to sleep. Waking up is scary as shit. But going back to sleep is the most painful thing in the world once you've woken up. And so once you start to wake up and you start to realize you have to pump energy in, right? Because what we feed grows. What we feed grows. You don't water your plants. You know that they don't grow anymore. You don't water your marriage, you don't have a marriage. You don't water the crops, you don't have anything to eat. So what we feed in life will grow. And I have shared that uh, in from 1990 to 90, 1994, I lived in Marietta, Georgia. At the time, I was attending uh, Life Chiropractic uh, College in Marietta, Georgia. And the gym that was near nearby our school, I used to go to, it was called Coffees. For all I know, it's still there. And their slogan was grow or die. And that's pretty much how life works for us and with us as a man, which is we're either growing or we're dying. And, and most men, most men out there are dying a slow death. A slow death, just trying to rot a little bit slower than the guy to their left and the guy to their right. And that's not why we're here, guys. You know this. We're here to grow. We're here to stretch. We're here to get uncomfortable. We're here to evolve. We're here to give the world the real version of who we are and who we came here to be. We're here to live a life of glory, of inspiration, of empowerment, and to light up as many people as we possibly can because as we shine our light, others can find their light. And as one of my teachers once shared, a candle is not meant to illuminate just itself. And nor are you meant to just illuminate yourself. Your light illuminates the light in others. And it takes each man's individual commitment to wanting to pump energy into growing. So what was the topic today? It's what is the importance of finding and creating space, creating time to grow yourself. Well, the importance is this is who you came here to be. You came here to this world, to this planet called Earth. You didn't come here to 
Just see if you can pay your bills. Have a few friends. Maybe watch a couple of good sporting events. And maybe if my team wins and it's a complete life. I mean, we got to wake up beyond this lower tier of consciousness and way of thinking that life is just about paying bills or making more money and accumulating more homes or trophies or plaques or achievements. That's not why we're here, guys. You know this. We're here to be an inspiration to the world. We're here to be the carriers of the light. We're here to wake other people up to a life of love, to a life of passion, to a life with deep meaning and deep purpose, with deep connections to our Creator. Imagine what this world would be like if we were all living from our heart, full of light, full of love. Is that what you're seeing out there? Is that what you're truly seeing out there? I mean, mo most people can't make it, uh, you know, pass an hour without being focused on problems. So there is a huge importance that you as a man that's listening right now recognizes that if you don't feed growth in your life, you won't grow. Are you making time? Are you making space? Are you putting something on your calendar on a daily basis that would feed your growth? Are you taking time to read inspiring books of empowerment, of stories of triumph and victory, the hero's journey? Are you taking time to do this? Are you taking time to meditate? Are you taking time to get out into nature and replug in to the earth, into the root energy? Are you taking time to cultivate your spiritual evolution and foster a relationship with your creator? Are you taking time to dial into your intuition? Are you taking time to chisel your body and treat it as gold? Eating healthy and having vitality so that these gifts that have been given to you by God, you can now serve them to the world. Are you doing that? Are you taking time for your growth? Because the most precious commodity, gentlemen, that you will ever have in your entire life, the most precious commodity is time. Ben Franklin once said that lost time is never found. You can never get time back. Tick tock. All the seconds are going by. The days are going by. The years are going by so fast. How did I get to be this age so quickly? Here I am. Almost 56. Where did it all go? And how will I spend today? How will I spend tomorrow? How will I spend next week? The month? The year? Will it be in growing myself? Feeding myself? Where I can be of greater service to the world? Because here's what happens. When you take time to grow yourself as a man, and when I say grow, what I'm really referring to is you are evolving your consciousness. You are up-leveling your frequency. You are now resonating at a different vibrational range where what once was invisible all of a sudden becomes visible to you. It's the old, I didn't know that I didn't know. It's having graduated, just like for those of you that are fathers can see that there's your your little baby doesn't understand anything. And then by age one, they understand something. Two, they understand something different. Three, and they keep climbing up the ladder. Wow, they understand so much more. But then there's only so much you could understand intellectually. Then there's a whole world of spirit and soul. 
And then there's this opportunity to evolve closer and closer and closer to God consciousness, let's say on the, on the tonal scale, as the highest scale that one could achieve. We're here to grow. We're here to up-level our frequency, to resonate at a totally different wavelength where our consciousness is expanding. Now, why is that important? That's important because when you are elevating your frequency, elevating your consciousness, you will feel inside of you and outside of you a calling to want to be of service to others. You will no longer harm yourself. You will no longer harm others. You will no longer come from a harsh place. You will be in your heart. You'll be connected to God. And your words will have passion and meaning and feeling behind them. Your eyes will have a tenderness and a softness. You will not be able to look past or overlook the trouble that you see in another person or in a town or in a city or in the world. You will feel compelled and inspired to want to contribute. And many of us will have different ways that that will show up. Maybe some of you will want to end poverty. Maybe some of you will want to build schools in third world countries. Maybe some of you will want to make sure that nobody goes a day without food on their plate. Here we are complaining about our meal, yet there are people that won't have a meal today. But you know this intellectually, but until you know it from the inside out, until your consciousness is expanded, where you could truly feel the pain through empathy and compassion and love for another human being, you will not have the drive, you will not have the hunger the desire to want to make a difference. And it will come from your mind if you're not growing. Oh, how do I get that tax right off again? No, that is not the growth we're referring to. So as you grow and as you evolve and expand your consciousness, two things will happen. One, you will want to be of greater service to humanity. And that will show up differently for each and every one of us. For me, it's coming in the form of supporting men, challenging men and holding them accountable holding them to the fire of the masculine leaders that they were born to be and bringing this into their family and having the ripple effect way beyond your family, into your town, into your city, into your country, and into the world. And the other thing that will happen for a man as he's growing and wanting to be of greater service and contribution to others is you will recognize how we as a culture, a culture of men, have failed the feminine. How we have contributed to the closing of the feminine heart. And in today's world, it is very scary and very challenging for a woman to fully reveal her heart in a way that she could feel safe and not be looked at as a sex object not be looked at as a trophy or a plaque or an achievement on your behalf. How many men listening right now can honestly say that they worship the feminine, that they hold her as reverent, as sacred, that part of your life and part of your mission is to protect her heart the way you would your young daughter. And then one day you find yourself yelling at her. One day maybe you find yourself spanking her. One day maybe you find yourself not speaking to her. And then this bleeds into a marriage. Who this woman once was a young, 
innocent, playful, spirited, sparkle in her eye, little girl. What happened to that man that can protect that little girl? Where did he go? And guys, if you're living in your head and you haven't done enough work on yourself, if you haven't grown enough, if you haven't evolved enough, you won't feel inspired. You won't feel empowered. You won't feel compelled. You won't feel the hunger to want to be the protector and the guardian and the gatekeeper of her heart. You simply won't. You'd like to think that you will. You'd like the world to see you that way, but that's your identity. And until you shed those lower needs and you do whatever it takes to do the work to grow and evolve yourself and evolve your consciousness, it will be very challenging for you to be of service in the way that I'm speaking to. So am I sharing all of this to put you down? Hell no. I'm here to help you rise. I was you, if, there's, if that's proper English. I was you. I, at one point in my life, was the guy that I'm talking about, completely clueless, living out of my head, trying to get people to like me, living for significance, connection, completely asleep. Hurt a lot of people, starting with myself, women, family, friends. You can't win that game. And at some point in time, you have to stop running. You have to turn around and face the beast, face the dragon, face the lion. This is what we do at Man on Fire, guys. We are here to help you, to usher you. If you dare to take that courageous journey of walking across the bridge of here's where I'm at, here's where I want to be. Here's how I've been living. Here's how I know who I really am. Are you willing to walk across that bridge? Because we're here to usher you across that bridge. We're here to help you have more passion, more power, more purpose in your life. We're here to hold you accountable and hold you to the fire of the man that God created you to be. It is never too late to restore faith. It is never too late to come back into your heart. It is never too late to give the world the real you. Never. Everything else is bullshit. It's a story. It's an excuse because you're scared. We are a brotherhood of men that love profoundly and deeply and won't tolerate a man being dishonest with himself and selling himself, his family, and the world short of who he is. It's for the men that are ready to rise into this type of a man that lives with passion, that lives with power, that lives on purpose, meaning into a deeper mission. That is who our community is for. It's not for everybody. It's for the guy that is willing and ready to do whatever it takes to want to grow himself. Now, are we the only community in the world that can foster and sponsor those type of changes in a man? Of course not. Thank God there are phenomenal um, other groups and ways for a man to evolve and grow. And we are simply one, one in the world. And it's the one that I'm a part of, that I know my team, and we are uh, just a loving group of men that have a fierceness and a tenacity, but a tenderness and a playful spirit. And we've been there. We've been where you are. We've been in the fire. We've been on the bottom. We've been in the pit. And we're all together 
supporting each other and having the courage to show the world the real version of who we are. We deserve to be in a loving, passionate marriage that's on fire. One of the greatest pains for a man is his relationship, right? You can have all the achievements in the world. And there are plenty of men out there that still want to end their life because they don't have the joy in their marriage. This is about stepping into the real version of you and having the courage to bring that to humanity. For those of you listening today and are feeling inspired and are feeling a calling to want to explore if one of our coaching programs may be the next best step for you and you are crystal clear that you are ready to invest in yourself time-wise and financially, then check us out because our programs do require a financial investment. If you are in a position or a place where you're not able to do that at this juncture of your life, please continue to follow me on the different multiple social platforms that are out there as we have lots of free content that can absolutely give you a jump start. And as you start to turn things around for yourself and you are ready to invest in yourself in a deeper level, great, check us out. All right, gentlemen, it is your man on fire mentor, David Mailer. I want to thank you guys for diving into the center of the fire with me today and learning about the importance of why we need to make space and make time for us to grow ourselves as men. I have so much love for each and every one of you and such a deep reverence and respect. And uh, I look forward to possibly meeting you inside of our community in one of our um, coaching programs as we need more uh, masculine leaders right now in this world. If we want to see a different world and the children that we leave behind and the children's children and their children's children, we can have a ripple effect on generations to come. We can do this together, guys. So much love. To Man on Fire mentor, Dave Mailer, here's to you, rising with passion, with power, and with purpose. So much love, guys. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to click subscribe so you never miss an episode. Then share with your friends and leave us a raving review. To connect with David, you can find him at www.manonfirerising.com or on Facebook. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Man on Fire Rising podcast with David Mailer.